If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. I'll be thinking. Welcome to Thinker Girls, the podcast. You are joined by the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hola, welcome. Hello, we talk shit on this podcast about thoughts you're thinking but not saying and we are thrilled to have you. Uh, I tell you what, we have a truckload of episodes including a couple of live shows that you might want to check out. Bright Young Mate from the Adelaide Fringe Festival on iTunes or podcast.thinkergirl.com.au. I know, we had a lot of fun but it is about to get funner because we have got a special lady to be joining us on this podcast today, our hot seat hottie. And it's not over the phone this week, it's a bit no, fresh. She's going to be we actually joining us in we studio. Have Another, another in the stu- stu- studio. Uh, do you want to grab her? She's waiting out the front, right? I know, and we're running a bit late, so hang on, I'll just go grab her. Okay. One second, one second. Okay, so just to fill everyone in, Carissa Pukas is a YouTube sensation. She's got like over a million followers on the tube. Uh, she's living in Australia. She is Canadian, so you'll recognise her accent. But she is a beauty blogger. Uh, she's a stylist, and she's an all-around cool chick. Happens to live right near Christy, so we can't wait to chat to her. Carissa Pukas, hello. What's up? Oh my God, I'm just going to love listening to your accent for the next 30 glorious minutes. Oh, Carissa, thank you so much for joining us. If you do want to check out, as you heard, Carissa, um, she is a YouTube sensation, youtube.com forward slash Saturday nights, all right, A-L-R-I-T-E, which she's kicking herself for now. Oh, I sure am. <laughs> At first I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, something's working for you, girl, because you uh, you are getting the views, my friend. You are killing it and, um, and people love you. So we're so excited to have you join us this week. I'm so excited to be here. I'm a big fan of your podcast. This is awesome. Thanks, girl. Oh, Thanks, girl. Nice. And now, if you haven't listened to the show before, of course, our hot seat hottie and ourselves bring a gem to the table to talk thoughts we're thinking but not saying. We each uh, bring bring something that's on our minds and have 10 minutes to, to chew the fat about the topic. Philip, our duck, our glorious little rain checker. Rain checker? Or like true the rain rain ringer rain ringer rain no, time wrapper. What about time stopper? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, no, it doesn't. Uh, and he'll give us a bit of an idea of when we're going over, Carissa. But a bit of a contents this week. I want to kick it off uh, talking about creepy teachers. Ooh, 
I've got so much to say on this. Absolutely. And it's probably not a good thing. You know how we're normally like, oh, I've got something to say. It's probably it's not, not a thing to be proud about. Yeah, it's not the kind of topic that <laughs> well, we should, I don't it's know. It's sick. It's sick. But I tell you what, we're all here to tell the story. So, you know, and I think we're all doing okay. Like mm. we're not mentally scarred, are we? Can I confirm that? No, no I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Good. I'm You're good? good? Okay. Yep. Okay. okay. All right. Now we're all good. good. Um, I want to talk about today sex, baby, different types of sex. <laughs> I'm not talking about different positions. I am, in fact, talking about the different moods that can kind <gasps> of change the different dynamic within, even if it is in within the same relationship or the same person, there are lots of different types of yeah, sex. Yeah, I love that. And, and how you feel on the day has such an impact. Down, chick on, wow, wow. Yeah, Ooh, that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Carissa, what's on your mind? I want to talk about sponsorships and obvious sponsorships in any type of media. So be it like music videos or YouTube or movies or anything like that. Sponsorships that... Just admit that they're actually a sponsorship, please, rather than just so quick, it. So a quick example would be like Carrie Bradshaw's Mac computer. Is that kind of what you mean? Absolutely. Or like yeah. Beats in any music video, those yeah. Beats curls, those types of things. Yeah. Or like on the block where they do it so annoyingly when mm-hmm. they're like, let's just get in our brand new Mazda Neo no, no. for the price of nine inch. Shut up. That's yeah. Exactly. Or go to Bunnings. Yeah. Yeah, we're, going to, we're going to go cook a roast at Bunnings because that's how much things can be at Bunnings. Like it doesn't, you can't cook a roast there, guys. <laughs> I don't know if they know. But you can't no, eat a sausage sizzle. Can't yes, you just? Can. Some people go there just for the snags. Yeah, I will. Oh, such an yum. Yes, yeah, snag. <laughs> we forget what how you... Aussie we are sometimes. So Carissa, Aussie. what would you call a snag? Like a hot dog. Oh, oh. it's different. <laughs> they are and they're not. I mean, to me, the only difference is I think Aussies always have them on some type of like bread or toast or like a roll or something. Toast. That's just like, what? Chris, no having a snag on a piece of toast. It's not happening. It's intriguing. We could go on about this for the entire okay. party. All right. Look, do you want me to kick it off? Because yes, I'm, I'm keen to hear everyone's creepy teacher stories. The thought process happened uh, when we were talking about confirmations with uh, my girlfriends and I a couple of weeks ago. Confirmation is if you went to a Catholic school, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, uh, where you go through all of those steps of becoming a Catholic. So you, you're baptized, then you have your communion. And then in grade six, usually you get confirmed. So you choose your sponsor, you choose your confirmation name, all this hoo-ha, right? It's all bollocks. If you ask me now, I don't know what it's done for me, but, um, but a lot of people believe in it. And, uh, and we did that. So then I was telling the girls, we're talking about our confirmation names and I'm telling them that, oh yeah. And then Mr. Healy came to my confirmation after to party Ooh. and then they all went quiet where go, was that was it at your home yeah and he was my grade six teacher and I was like yeah and then I go oh hang on is that weird and they go yeah mate what was he doing at your house it is bizarre it's a little strange and, and yeah. they said well does he does he know your parents and I'm like well no he just like wrote him and I used to write letters to each other and then <gasps> it just got, it got I'm all full on it and as I was saying it out loud I'm like oh, wow this is not right is it and before I knew it, I realised that this guy was a fucking creep that was a grade six teacher that should not be writing, like, kind of personal letters. I wouldn't say a sexual nature, but they were certainly, I think, back now to be a bit flirty. Like, I think he would have said I was beautiful in it. Oh, wh- that's have a you, little creepy. Yeah, have that's you got – it's more than a little creepy. Yeah, like, have you still got some of those letters? Well, I, this was only a couple of weeks ago, so I haven't even thought – like, I've got to think about where I would even have kept them. But I – there's a chance. I've got to have a look. But he came over to the barbecue, called in to myself and another one of my friend's uh, barbecues, 
it was just the two of us. Uh, there was obviously a class of like 40 kids or 30 kids. And, um, and yeah, he definitely had, I remember his handwriting. It was like really big and creative, you know, like big wise and oh, like wow. this really tall kind of handwriting. And I remember him saying that he thought we were beautiful girls. Have I said his name? Yeah, Mr. Healy. Oh, oh no! Well, you were, allowed, you were allowed to oust him if he's a creep. Yeah, well, obviously. Okay, so uh, then, I, so obviously you go back and think about the teachers you had and things that at the time you thought were perfectly normal mm. that I don't think are acceptable at all. Um, do you feel a bit sick thinking about it now? Yeah, I do. And there was another teacher. His name was Mr. Harding. Uh, he was an Indonesian teacher okay. and a lot of the girls, look, it was a girls' school, a bit rumoury and a bit gossipy, but there were a lot of rumours going around that he was getting a bit too excited during Indonesian. Wow. And it's funny <laughs> that his name is Mr. Harding as well. The minute that you said that, I was like, oh God, where is this going? And you went exactly where I thought. My mind and totally I, went there. Can I, can, can I also just preface by yeah. saying, look, this isn't to make light of anybody that's taking no. advantage of kids, but it is to a point where we all come out pretty unscathed. But at the at, back in the day, I think the boundaries were pushed even more than they are now, let alone back when our parents were going to school. Oh, absolutely. Is this just me? Like, were there creepy teachers at you, your school, guys? No, no, no. I, I definitely had one, but not so young. Like, I was, I was what, probably 18, 19. I think that makes it I worse. I was going to say, I don't know whether that's it's more creepy or, or less creepy. Well, that's worse. it, because it was kind of like, it was still inappropriate. He, he called all of us fuzzy bears. My fuzzy bears. And I'm wow. like, what? Like, this is a group. And it's all women. It was an all-women mer- merchandising business class. And every single time he'd walk in and just kind of stand right over top of you and just call yeah. you the strangest little pet names. And it was like, this is really inappropriate. Did, did you, Carissa, realize when you were in that, in the class, that it was weird? Or is, oh, yes. that, is it only now that you look back? No, no, no. I totally, oh, you, yeah, like, you I knew what was up. And all of us were kind of like, you? should we say something or should we not? We didn't end up saying something, but I kind of wish we did. I don't yeah. know. You just kind of feel like they're an authority figure, so yeah. you shouldn't really. Yeah, I feel like the Indonesian teacher, you're right. I think it might have been when you were a bit older, which scares the living shit out of me when you think about it because I can definitely see that both teachers now, as presented the stories, we all are in agreement that they're both creepy, but I know for a fact that I kind of jerried on to the Indonesian teacher, but I did not jerry on at all to my grade six teacher, and that just shows how innocent you are as a 12-year-old. Well, what about me? I was even younger. I was in grade four, so I don't know how that old... That like makes you twelve, eight? maybe. No, oh no. No, no, not even nine. grade four, no, nine, nine. Eight or nine. Okay, yeah. so I was in year nine, and there was a teacher named Mister Fielden. And I don't know whether you guys had this too, but when you're in school, whether at high school or primary school, there was always like your favorite teacher. Oh, absolutely. That you know they would always have their favorite students as well. And mm, I suppose mm. we always had this um, friendship, kind of, that even though he wasn't my teacher. I used to collect stamps and he would bring in stamps and give them to me to add to my collection, which I think I still have now. But then also I had a, a pet mouse and I used to talk to him about you it. You did personally. Yeah, I did as a child and what now I'm terrified. And now I'm terrified of mice, which is fucked. But we I had this pet mouse and my and my mouse died and I was devastated oh. and I was telling him What was I, the mouse's name? Um, we had Snowflake and Coconut and one of them I don't know, got caught in a mouse trap. Christy, oh, this is a painful. really this is a really big thing to learn about you at this point. Yeah, it's in bizarre, isn't it? And it's a little strange. So it is. Weird. I had to I had a mouse as <laughs> but a pet. You know what? I hear rodents are good pets. 
Well, they weren't because I they don't were know, just... Carissa, if the word rodent and pet goes in the same <laughs> sentence. What do you mean? Like my, I think it was my best friend Kada had heaps of mice as pets because okay, she was different. Than she two. was from Hungary. She was Hungarian. It is so weird. Anyway, what's I... it got to do with the Hungarian? You saying that they all have rodents? <laughs> because she just had this different take on what was a normal pet. Oh. Anyway, my mouse Snowflake died. I was devastated. I told Mr. Fielden about it, and then together. We planned a funeral, a ceremony, where he came over to my house after school. No. Yes. Oh and oh mum or and mum remember <laughs> mum remembers this that I was sitting on the ground, kind of and we had the mouse running in between our legs. Like, you know, like you had to almost make a bit of a circle so the mouse didn't get out. And you kind of like have a little puppy in between your lap like that. And we had our legs together and the mouse was running around inside of our legs. That's a bit much for it being a teacher. Like a family member. Okay, fair enough. But like us? I was in grade four and he was my teacher and my mum, like talking about it now, I feel sick about it because you are so naive and I don't even really remember it. But then when I moved, we moved away and I moved to a different school and somehow he got our phone number, our new home phone number and called mum and he called the home phone and, and just said, hi, you know, it's Rod Fielden. I'm just calling, you know, to see Christy and blah, blah, blah and, and all of this. And it, it's so, it feels weird. It's almost like this out-of-body experience when I talk about it now. I'm like, did that actually happen in my life? What did your mum do? She hung up on him. Good. And told my dad and he was like, fuck him off. He's an absolute creep. And then I don't know whether we changed our number. Or I don't know. Something happened that he never called again. But I don't know how he got the, the new phone number. I'm so glad your mum hung up. That's a good yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, isn't it weird? Now, I mean, and sometimes it's always the times where you, and I think this is, and it's to get really deep, when you go into sexual assault or anything that's made you feel uncomfortable, the very first thing that you do is you question yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that everybody goes to go, you know, is this me or has this been, is, am I, is this in my head? You know, that I think is one of the biggest issues, I think, at, at, at people coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of stuff needs to be flagged. Like we are joking about it because none of us, again, well, any of us were harmed um, in, in a serious sense. But it is scary when you start to talk about these things and you use the words like create, like your out of body experience, Christy, mm-hmm. and, and how you're mm-hmm. looking back at it, that I guess we can't make light of those feelings because those feelings are in fact totally things that are signs of things not being okay. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that there's three of us that have all three had different experiences with different teachers at different ages, like that kind of says a lot. I wonder as well about the boys. Like I wonder, I know that there's always jokes about priests and kind of boys schools and and, uh, not even jokes that 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 kind of stuff Mm. does happen. But I do wonder whether, you know, if it's been these types of experiences, three out of three for us, if that would be the same if three men were sitting across the room. Like it'd be just interesting. Interesting to see what what their experiences were and if it would differ. And you've also got to think with teachers now, there's way less male teachers now mm-hmm. than there were than we were at school because mm. they're, they, you know, some of them, I shouldn't say some of them, majority of them are good eggs and are, mm. and are teaching because they want to, they want to educate Absolutely. the future. Mm-hmm. So it is sad in a sense. And my boyfriend Zane's mum is a principal. And I think out of her entire primary school, there's like two or three male teachers because she just said it's, 
it's so full on now to be a male teacher within a school because even if a kid comes up to you with a cut on their knee and is bawling their eyes out, you question even whether to put your hand on their shoulder and mm-hmm. say, it's all right, buddy. Like this, mm. Or is that too much? Yeah, yeah which I don't think – I don't know whether it's a, it's a bad thing because you, we should – I don't know, the teachers probably should be – you know, double thinking every bit of physical contact that they do have. That'd be exhausting they, though. Could they you do it with kids? But I don't know. But then there are there are the minority and the creeps, you know, all three of us, which have all three of us have experienced that. Yeah, maybe, I used to, and I used to massage yeah. my grade two teacher's feet when I sat down. You know, when you used to sit in rows in front yeah. of her and they sat at the, t- at the chair. I was he a boy like, or a no, girl? No, it was, a, it was mi- uh, Mrs. Yeah. And I, I used to massage her feet. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Like, you know, what is this? That's what I'm saying. I, sometimes I can't believe we're living in the same world. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing that you've got teachers now, I don't know, questioning what's appropriate and what's not. Because, you know, it wasn't that long ago that we were at school that this was happening and nobody even batted an eyelash to it. It's full on. Carissa, you're up. Philip has gone off. It is time to move on. Let's change the shift here. Well, I was going to talk about YouTube sponsorships, mainly for me, YouTube, because that is kind of my area of expertise. Mm. Every single time I watch a sponsored video, I know that it's sponsored. I mean, come on. It's pretty obvious when somebody's holding up a product and they're raving about it being their best product they've ever tried and this and that and this and that. It's the first time you've ever seen them use it. Mm -hmm. You've watched a channel for like a year. That irks me. It, It really frustrates me. And especially in Australia, there is no real baseline for saying that the video is sponsored you don't have to legally say it versus i think in united kingdom you have to state that the video is sponsored in the united states you have to state that it's sponsored but really here you don't and that's kind of a crazy thing i mean you have a mass audience that you're kind of shopping a product to and i don't know i think it's kind of irresponsible to not state that it is a sponsored video Mm. Mm. it's interesting that there's different laws in different places tell me about it on the same platform too yeah I guess I wonder if it's people in with in, out of the media that care. Do you know what I mean? So I, I'm exactly with you. I think that it's really important to be authentic. I think it's really important to be fair to everybody. It's the biggest thing that we built our business on is talking, you know, as as honestly and fairly talk, as you totally. can. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And we've built a brand on it, you know. But I think um, I think it is interesting to see whether I don't think people consciously think about whether they care as much as we would because we're in the business. But I think people consume it differently if it's forced on you. See, I so don't I know, think because like you honestly, you think about that, but then you read the YouTube comments and you see someone go, "Oh, this is so blatantly sponsored. Yeah, I'm true. unsubscribing." And like true. you get so many people be absolutely okay, horrible right. about sponsored So videos. would you turn off like if you're watching a, a YouTube clip like that, and they don't say that it's sponsored, but you clearly know that it is? Are you a bit like, "Oh, fuck off"? It would kind of piss me off, it, but I wouldn't turn it off. It's okay. like one of those things where I respect that you have to make money doing what you do, and mm. I think that if a sponsorship is organic and it makes sense for that channel and that content, absolutely, you have every right to be making money. But be upfront about it. There's nothing wrong with saying, "Look, this is a sponsored video," or even writing it in the description box, just stating in some which way that you are partnered with them. Mm. I think that that is the best way to go about it. And I think that mm. any subscriber can't be like pissed off about that because you're actually being honest. The thing, of that, course, the thing that really gets me is within um, programming, like when you watch TV. Absolutely. I don't know whether is this just Aussie TV or or correct me if I'm wrong. Is it? Or is it Canadian telly as well? You know, it's really bad. I never owned a television when I lived in Canada. I've only seriously owned a television for the past year. I find that fascinating. I go through stages with TV. I lived in Cairns for a while and did never watch it. Then I lived in Shepparton and watched it. Yeah, but you owned a TV though, didn't you? 
Always. Did you I have love one? TV. I yeah, love but TV. You, so it wasn't that you just didn't watch it. You didn't have no, a telly. I didn't telly. have one. I just, I'm a computer girl. I mean, Netflix or anything online. That was, oh, that's see, you're I cooler than us, though. Yeah, we only are. got that yesterday. <laughs> like, I mean, like, as yeah. a country, bloody cool fact of 10. <laughs> We're like fucking down under behind by about 70 years. But I mean, you don't need to, do you, if you've got the computer? But I suppose with, uh, what in what advertising were you meaning, Christy? Like I'm I've talking missed- about like the block is really big bad for it it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are Tap the banner to go to monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. TV shows. Yeah, TV shows. Reality with the bunny ears quotes, um, TV shows where they're like, let's go down to Bunnings Warehouse where lowest prices are just the beginning and let's jump in our new Mazda Neo for the low price of $19,990. But on the way, we'll call our mates on our Samsung Galaxy S2 now for sale at Telstra. You're like, oh, my God, this is so clearly a plug. Like I can almost see you reading the script. Absolutely. It's a bombardment of information that you do not want to hear. It's too much. And, look, I do think that there is... Is this is the way we're moving. And, like, it feels like so many things in our life at the moment we're in the middle of stuff. Like, I don't know if you will forever feel like that because things are starting to move so fast that you feel like you're in the middle, like the transition of everything. But I do believe that content and sponsored content – I mean, well, sponsored content is becoming a way of the future, obviously. And I suppose uh, the because we are in the midst of it, people aren't really that great at it yet. No. I think, and I think it's about capping in on figuring out the best and fairest way to do it. And because online is moving so quickly, I, I don't know if we've figured that out yet. So therefore enter this ridiculous live read of products yeah. on our television because people haven't got that you kind of need to be a little bit more, I don't know, generous and fair and, 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 and I guess respectful of the viewer and respectful yeah. of the, the watcher it or the just, listener. It takes you for a dickhead and that's how I feel watching it. Absolutely. Um, but do, something that you said actually before we started recording is, mm. Chrissy, you, what did you say? Something about the content should come first oh, and absolutely. then we do the sponsorship. So the way that I do yeah. my sponsorships or something like that, the content is organic and if the sponsorship fits for that content, do it. If you are planning your video around, hmm, I have to talk about this hair spray and you literally plan the video for the sake of talking about the hairspray right. that's ridiculous like if it's going to yeah. fit into the video of doing your hair absolutely and can but you spot do you reckon you can spot the difference oh absolutely oh, yeah. well, it's obvious yeah. and I think Carissa what we've absolutely gone around is money 
like what we've kind of fluffed around with this particular gem mm-hmm. is that it is all comes down to money. Absolutely. And and people being focused on money and people fe- being focused on content and it's building creative. It's a hard creative. line though because like it realistically, is. like I know for, I mean for YouTube, I don't really, real, I don't think that people realize how much money there is to be made with sponsored content. Like people mm. are going, oh yeah, they, they might be making a living and this and that. Mm. We're talking thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars for some people that have, mm. you know, a million plus subscribers. They're pulling in some mad cash. Mm. Like it's unbelievable. And you know, do you, so you don't think that their brand, well, you do think that their brand is affected by crazy sponsored co- posts. Oh, absolutely. I think everyone needs But to does it matter? Are people, when you're getting to that point, it's kind of my, like, I think, yep, they'll have, be in the comments and people will say, oh, I'm unsubscribing. But do you think it's actually going to be so much unsubscribing like that it will make a dent? Not like, does it matter? But, like, realistically, it is going to matter to your brand. I mean, if you're noted as a sellout, people are going to know that, and they're mm. 100% knowing that whatever you say, you can't take seriously. And look, it's really interesting, and I, and Chris, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you manage this at the beginning. But Christy and I are up and coming. Like, you know, we're starting up. Uh, we have a great listenership, and we've got lots of bits and pieces on the horizon, but money isn't something that we're making at the moment, and it, it's going to change pretty soon. Oh, Absolutely. But, you start but I think mm. it is hard to start to say when you've been working for so long and you get that first offer, right? And it may not be something that fits. I can understand it, this won't be for us because we've made a promise that that's not what we're about. Yeah. But I can understand how it's hard to knock back and say, no, we won't take $10,000 to do this, you know, because it doesn't fit with our brand. Absolutely. Have you had to knock back really good opportunities? because you've Oh, yes, really? Yes, all the time. Hard. Seriously, for every, for every 10 emails that you get offering something, you, you maybe accept one. Wow. And like the wow. crazy thing is, like I'm – Personally, I'm 24 years old. Like mm. lots of the girls that are doing this is, I don't know, there's 16, 17 year old yeah. YouTubers that have millions of subscribers. When you're offered $50,000 for a video, like who's going to say no to that regardless of what it is? And I understand that it's a very tempting thing, but mm. you really do long term have to be really realistic about what you want your brand, your brand to have What is What is the big, if you want to tell yeah. us, yeah. what is the biggest amount of money you've knocked back because it hasn't been in line with your brand? 30000 <gasps> Wow. Yeah. $30,000 you said and no I mean, to. That could have gone towards my, my mortgage, anything. But like, if it doesn't really consistently work with your branding, I mean, you have to think oh, about long well, term. Have mean, you, there's uh, nothing else to do but a standing oh, ovation. Because Thank you. it wow. takes such courage and strength and backing yourself you to really do have that. To, have you ever done, you know, you've been doing this for a little while now yep. and you're quite well established and you know your brand now, but was there a time when you were starting out that you weren't so sure? And were there were there endorsement deals or particular things that you did that you didn't have your heart in that you Absolutely. look back on now and you go, shit, why did I do that? Totally. I used to use a, um, a platform called, what was it, like My Likes or something like that. And basically what they had is a bunch of different videos that you could do. So say they had like a, a list of products that you could use and said, I don't know, it'll be like $5 per thousand views or $25 oh. per thousand views. And I went, okay, well, this is at the time where I had, I don't know, 10, 20,000 subscribers. Yeah. And I went, you know what? I do like that palette. I could use it. I don't really want to make a video, but I could really use the money. Right. And absolutely. I mean, when you first started out, there's a lot of things when even people are pushing free product on you and they go, oh, well, do you want to feature this? And you go, okay, well, yeah, I guess. I guess I could do that. But I think the more that you grow and the more that you realize what a responsibility you have to your subscribers or to your following, you can't really do that. Mm-hmm. You can't get Because it, it. it is a big thing to click subscribe to somebody absolutely. because you are so inundated from the moment that you wake up. I know me, you personally speaking, when my alarm goes off, 
um, on my phone, the first thing I do, check messages. Mm -hmm. As I'm brushing my teeth at like quarter past four in the morning, I I scroll through Instagram. I go through work emails before I get in. You do a quick check of Facebook. So there's constantly people yelling at you different things. So it is kind of a big thing to subscribe to another platform. Absolutely. So I get that that's a responsibility. I think the biggest yeah. thing is, is that you cannot treat your subscribers like they're stupid. Like realistically, yeah. it is girls like you and I, we are not dumb. And I think that so many people really take advantage of that and just think, oh, they're idiots. They won't notice. Mm. So I don't know. I, I definitely think that it's something you need to be aware of if you are a content creator. Mm, it's amazing. And it's such good advice. And it's I'm, I'm writing everything you say down, basically, <laughs> because it's just it's inspiring for us. It's inspiring for other people. And I think it goes further than media endorsement. I think it also goes to when you're working on your own individual projects to back yourself till the whole way. Because 100%. if you've worked so hard and not got anything off the ground immediately, which never happens, no. you know, it's a fluke if you do. Huh? Who uses the word fluke anymore? Anyway, <laughs> um, but it is. And so you may as well keep going do you know what I mean to kind of stick to what you you do you have to stick to your guns you have to take that leap of faith and I think that the people that do take the leap of faith nine times out of ten they will see some type of payout from believing in themselves and I mean that is that's just end of story that's what it is oh you're bloody inspiring you are (laughs) Carissa Pukas everyone <laughs> um, Christy, your gem is up next, my friend. Philip uh, went off ages ago, yeah, but I yeah. couldn't even handle to not to miss. I know out you were furiously typing notes. Um, yes. I want to talk about different types of sex. I'm not talking about positions here. I'm talking about the mood that you are currently in when you get down and dirty is very. Um, it affects so much the the sex that you do have. Totally. And I do really think that you can have different moods and different types of sex with different kinds of people. But at the same time, even if it is with one single person, and that's where I find myself in um, a long-term relationship, that it does really depend on what you've been through that day, how much sleep you've had, if you're annoyed, if you're feeling more frisky than you would have the day before. And I actually found myself the other night... Um, we were about to um, have sex and I was a bit like, I wanted to, but then I, I also didn't because I had this thing where it's like, no, I want to hold you close to me. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like kept pulling away and I was like, no, it was just this weird thing where I needed to touch his skin. Like to have, I just, I don't know, I'd had a shit day at work and I was, I don't know, it was, I don't know, I was just in a weird place. You need the emotional And I just support. needed the intimacy. And I actually, I never normally feel the need to say this because I'm kind of, we're kind of on the same page. But I cracked it a little bit. I was a bit like, kiss me. No, no, I don't want it like that. Just kiss me. Where it was like, I, uh, that doesn't happen often. That I we're, need you. Yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. in the same place. And he was a bit like, oh, well, you know, didn't, didn't get that I wasn't into that I wanted to have sex, but I didn't want to have that kind of sex mm. because mm. I wasn't in the mood. I wasn't Beyonce, in the- Beyonce talks about this. It opened up my eyes, Christy. She talks about the sex that she has when she's really sad. And I'd imagined the feeling of sad to mean you kind of don't want to or you just want to hug. But this is the, she was talking about how when she's had this awful day or when she's, you know, really feeling down, kind of what you're saying that you might've had not the best day. She wants this other kind of sex because she wants Jay-Z. <laughs> it's so be, funny thinking I of know, him being but, intimate. But she wants Jay-Z <laughs> to kind of be like, be like she wants that feeling of closeness yes. and that intimacy. Him to be in, I know it sounds gross, but him to be inside her to make her feel 
I don't know, to feel better. And I, 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 she just opened my eyes to that kind of way to get through a mood. Do you know what I mean? Or to have that, if you've got a man there that you love, it doesn't mean you only should, you only want to have sex when you're partying or when you're feeling good or flirty or fun. You want that other intimacy covered through a sexual experience? Do you know what I call it? It's like the open eye sex. Have you ever done that where you're having sex but then the lights are on and you're looking at each other dead in the eyes? Like there is something so intense about the that. The connection, totally. The connection, the eye-open sex and it's so intense and I think that, I don't know, it, it kind of, you have to be in a really safe place with somebody to do Absolutely. that. And there are certain times where I'm like, no, I don't want to look at the roof. And for me, <laughs> the kissing, <laughs> I've looked at the roof long enough, no, <laughs> the kissing thing is important. Because it's, I don't know, there's just something so close and so intimate and, you know. I don't oh, know. It, it just, yeah, I just feel like I'm right there with you guys. You know? I, yeah. I think <laughs> yes. the kissing thing the kissing thing's definitely more of a female thing though, I think. Because I do have that problem with my boyfriend. I always say like, why don't you kiss me more often? Yeah. Like I want to actually like full on Yeah, the kissing you. thing's such and an not just And thing. not just the kissing thing to, because I do, that does turn me on. For me, that's it's almost. A a, it's, yeah, it's a massive foreplay. It's a massive foreplay. The old sexy bite on the lip. I'm down for that. But no, I'm not just talking about before you have sex. I'm talking about during, during sex. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I need lip lock the whole way when it's intimate. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it adds a complete different dimension if there's proper passionate kissing. Not even bitey lips. Like these, this kind of sex I'm talking is like proper, it's really emotional. Meaningful. Like super, super. Yeah, yeah. meaningful is a really good word. And like you said, Christy, you need to be in this safe place. Like it needs to be with someone that you, I guess you love. Like you might not love, maybe some people are having this sex with people they don't love and, and they've got a connection, but I have not had this kind of sex with someone that I don't love. I haven't. Um, have you, Carissa? Have no. 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 Yeah. It's a very intimate thing. And yeah. to feel to feel like you're in that spot where you kind of just want to be held a little bit, like the um, the Jay-Z, Beyonce thing. I don't think you can <laughs> have that without somebody that you've actually been with for a while, though. You know what I mean? Like you do I'd be interested to, to see if people can. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe that that's – and I struggled with this when I first became single because I was like, that's the most amazing that's what you sex. Were used to. Like, yeah, yeah, I was used to that for such a long time. And then I was like, hang on a second, where the fuck is that sex? And then it's like, oh, right. Right. That yeah. was one of the good things about the relationship <laughs> thing was you got yeah. that whenever you wanted. Uh, and I suppose it's definitely one of the biggest things I miss mm. is to have that intimacy on a level that you absolutely cannot get overnight. Mm. You know, it doesn't exist. I think it is important as well to be able to say it. Like even if it's not within a relationship, but if, it, if, if you're having sex with somebody that you trust – and you trust enough to be able to have sex with that, that you can say that, Absolutely. that you can say not so much, um, you know, what are you looking, you know, what do you want or, having you know, that open dialogue, though. having mm. that open, yeah, having yeah. that open dialogue where, where you can say, no, I just, I don't want to do that today or I need this from or you. I yeah. need this yeah, now. Yeah, or yeah, no, yeah. I don't, that that's not right now. I'm in a whatever, whatever kind of place. I think it is really important as well to be open with your communication, regardless of whether it's a partner or whether it's a casual thing. It's not a bad thing to be open about what you're after, because the thing is, I honestly do believe that you can have the most amazing sex and you can do it exactly the same it's equally as amazing the next day 
But if you're not in that same mood and that same headspace that you're in before, it can be shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Like he can, he can hit you in the same spot, do the exact same thing. Hit it's, you? Not in the same spot. his penis, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I got what you meant. I just was really wanting to hone in on that. Do it to touch you in the same spot. Sorry, that's better. No, no, it's 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 the spot. I to, get it. To I caress you in the same spot, like it. Oh and, and, God. But it is funny, and I understand where guys, <laughs> it, where where guys can get a bit confused, where they're like, hang on a second, like I'm doing the exact same thing that she totally loved and was really into yesterday. And now she's not wanting a bar of it. The poor so, yeah. bastards, hey. They just yes. don't know what's up. And then you're like, yeah. and then they're like, what's wrong? And mm-hmm. you're like, nothing. And you say nothing because you're like, you fucking idiot. You should know. <laughs> I'm trying to kiss you <laughs> And it you begins here. and so no true. one's getting yes, laid. and I'm trying to hold you. And, and without, I, it's almost like this point where you get angry at them not knowing because you don't really want to say it out loud. So how did it how did it result? How did it end in this? So you said get me understand this and what did you end up? I kind said of kiss getting, me. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. he, and then he kissed me and then kept doing the same thing. And I'm like, no, kiss me properly. He's like, what do you mean properly? I'm like, keep doing it. Like I don't just want to peck and then I'm gonna be all good. And it's hard because in those moments you want them to they're the moments you don't want to communicate, but yeah. they're the moments you need to communicate the most. Why do they make it like that it's so annoying well, why you, are those not the s- moments that they can't just get it but they're not they never are because you're not being rational most of the time so that's the moments you need to push through and actually use your words ladies i know realistically though how many times when you're in that situation do you actually feel emotionally the exact same way in 10 minutes because i know if i start out having sad sex 10 minutes later i'm in a different mind frame and i'm just like yeah. i want different sex now yeah, quick change yeah. it up <laughs> and you've and you've forgotten about <laughs> totally. it totally but there is something really Really special about being with somebody that knows where you're at before yes. you even need to say it. Like they're sensing that, all right, this is kind of the mood and I'm going to set the pace accordingly. Which totally. is lovely, but it's also hard to do, you know, like, and I think the idea is realistically you will get that sometimes, but then sometimes you can be in the greatest relationship and just be a bit off kilter. You've got to always keep bringing it back. And that's where communication happens. And that's why it's good that you say what you want. Mm. And don't feel like you're a whingy, you know, tired bitch. You just need to just own that there's half of the girl is in that relationship and that that means that girls are going to be girls and own it. I wonder if boys have that too. No. Like do they have Stick different no. sex Stick or are out. they just like sex, sex, <laughs> all right, we're good to go. Pretty do, you, much. do you think they don't? No, I 100% yeah. don't. Not even the yeah. most sensitive of guys. <laughs> no way. Oh. Nah, girl. Well now, I, well, now I get why they don't really know to ask the questions. They don't care because no. they don't care for themselves to even think. Well, not care is not a, a strong word, but they don't know to care because they don't yeah. see it as a factor in their heads. Well, they don't understand that emotion is such a big thing for sex because I know for myself, if I'm not in the right headspace, I'm no. just like, fuck off. I can't do this. Not yeah. now. Yeah. Not and, now. And, and you'll never different. get there. You'll no. Like if you're in the wrong headspace, it's just like pow, 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 really. Well, seriously, have you ever had sex and you're thinking like, oh, fuck, i got to pay my car insurance. Yeah. Yes. This, I gotta wash the dishes. What am I gonna make for dinner? And you, you catch yourself thinking about it. And you're like, God, I'm an asshole. You like, almost I have feel this, so bad. Do you do this internal dialogue in your head All as well? The time, it's like day. there's oh. a voice going, Chrissy, shut up, just enjoy the moment. And yeah. you're like, Yeah, no, but I've got to think about yeah, this. Yeah, and then you're thinking, G spot, G spot, G spot. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Like, I, I gotta think about G-spot. it. And you, you think you get back into it, and then all of a sudden it strays again. And you're like, Oh my God, I feel so bad. It's so intense. <laughs> it oh, ladies, I think they don't care, like, to be honest. We feel bad, but I don't know if they're giving. No, they're just 
just happy that they're in there. I really think so. Yeah. yeah. They are happy. And on that note, we will finish this podcast because they are happy that they're in there. That is that is true. Quite Carissa Pukas, uh, you're amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, so much fun. If you want to see more from Carissa, you can head to her YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Saturday nights. All right. All right. It's about A-L-R-I-T-E. And that same on Instagram, sat night. All right. Uh, and on Twitter as well. Lovely to chat, mate. Cool. Do you want to say thanks? Bye. Yeah. Did I not? I said it was lovely to chat, mate. Bye. Oh, yeah. Do you want to say thanks? No. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> we are so not editing this because <laughs> this is the way it rolls. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or Thinkergirl TV on Twitter. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.